Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, is another episode dedicated to our gut health. On Monday, we talked briefly about all the different aspects of our diet that can improve or that can worsen health of our gut, of our gut bacteria and all the different creatures that live there. Yesterday, we talked about resistant starch, what this substance, highly beneficial for our gut health substance, is. what it does, where to eat it from. So check back to that important episode that we did yesterday, listen to it and start eating more resistant starch-rich foods, because that can, that will take your gut health and your whole body health on a whole other level. So please check back to that. Today we are talking about healthy gut or gut-healthy fats. And there are not so many of those fats, actually. We briefly talked about those fats, except for the one uh, that we'll also add today on Monday. Today, we'll talk a little bit more details about those fats. And guys, certain fats can improve the quality of our gut microbiota, our gut health, and certain fats can decrease the amount of health and energy we have, not just in our gut, but also on whole body level. But it's actually pretty simple if we if you think about that. Anyhow, let's start with the first one: olive oil, extra virgin, non-refined olive oil. The better the quality, the more polyphenols or those plant antioxidants that oil has, the more kick or sting it has when you eat it. What I mean by that, you know, when you eat uh, extra virgin olive oil that is high in plant antioxidants, high in those polyphenols that are highly beneficial for our health and our gut microbiome, when you eat a teaspoon by itself, or maybe have a teaspoon, and you let it linger in your mouth for a bit, it has that peppery aftertaste. And sometimes it makes you cough, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, depends, you know, on your individual like tolerance to those substances. Um, makes me cough all the time. So when there is a lot of that kick, that peppery aftertaste, it means that your uh, olive oil um, is really good, fresh and high in those plant antioxidants, polyphenols that are that seems to have those prebiotic properties or basically properties of foods that feed our good, beneficial gut microbiome. So. Those compounds are present in extra virgin olive oil, and that's why we need to uh, make it a point when we add any kinds of oils and fats into our diet to add extra virgin olive oil. And guys, again, remember that quality matters. Uh, Choose extra virgin, non-refined, with some certification. I usually use... um, certification of origin, like there is this label that it means that they certified this bottle, that it comes from where it says it comes. So I use that. And then also there is some bio, some local certification. I probably always uh, go for that. Uh, The next thing is don't forget to get your olive oil either in a can, like, I don't know if it's aluminum or something else, but you know, it's metallic can or really, really dark glass bottle because light does destroy those antioxidants and also what it does, it uh, makes our oils go bad faster. Um, 
olive oil is very fragile guys so that is important don't forget to choose your olive oil properly again certified and in a dark bottle or in a can and another thing is don't cook too much with your olive oil overcooking even the best oils first of all it destroys a lot of polyphenols and all those beneficial compounds and second of all uh it can create carcinogenic and pro-inflammatory compounds so never overcook with any oil or butter or whatever um but specifically for olive oil you know you'll be killing most of or at least huge part of its benefits what i usually do i cook my food with some water uh, not no fat or oils at all and then at the end of my cooking i take it off the stove, whatever I was cooking, or out of the oven, and I pour a couple of tablespoons of oil, olive oil, on top of that, and then I mix it, and that's it. It still gives it that additional, I don't know, beautiful, that rich flavor, but it doesn't destroy um, a lot of things in your oil. Um, so that's how we keep it healthy but also enjoy our delicious meals with olive oil and of course use it for salads so olive oil polyphenols seem to have again prebiotic properties and seem to influence our gut microbiome in a very positive way so and it also is high in monounsaturated fat that is proven to be one of the best fats to get energy from when it comes to our human digestion so our bodies loves extra virgin olive oil and monounsaturated fats that are in high um, amount present in extra virgin olive oil so that's a great energy producing and gut healing oil another one coconut oil extra virgin or virgin or non-refined you know the main point is to find the best quality if it's cold pressed it's cold pressed but make sure that it is non-refined otherwise a lot of properties that i'm talking about today are going to be destroyed and it might be more pro-inflammatory when it is refined because of different processes that it undergoes so non-defined coconut oil and you usually will see the huge difference in price uh, twice or three times the amount if the oil was refined or non-defined and cold press so coconut oil it is different it is saturated fat uh, it probably has some unsaturated fats like any other oil or butter but mostly it's saturated fat and it has antimicrobial antiviral antifungal properties and also helps to balance acidity uh, in our digestive tract so uh, coconut oil plus of course it gives a lot of energy it's also burns really bright when it comes to energy producing in our cells and in our digestive system so coconut oil it helps to nourish good bugs and help to uh, get rid of bad bugs again it has antiviral antimicrobial anti um, fungal properties and it helps to balance the acidity of our digestive system and again gives us a lot of energy um, some people say you know it's totally fine uh, cooking or at high temperatures with coconut oil i don't like to cook uh, at high temperatures anything with any oil and i don't recommend you to do so uh, to preserve again maximum of beneficial compounds in any of your food you're eating vegetables meats or your oils and fats 
Um, what I usually do with coconut oil, I'm a little bit more uh, free, like I, I use it a little bit more freely than um, olive oil. So I don't add it at the end of my cooking when everything is done, but somewhere like closer to the end, maybe like five minutes before, so it has the time to melt completely um, and absorb flavors of my food. But I don't know, that's just my personal preference, no really scientific data behind it. So coconut oil, again, uh, add it to your foods, maybe to your baking recipes, eat it, uh, put it in your coffee. I like to do that sometimes, eat it by the spoon, add just different um, plant-based desserts. Another thing, guys, that I wanted to mention, of course, don't forget to make sure that it's non-defined, it's cold-pressed, virgin or extra virgin, you know, there is no um, no specific label that is assigned to coconut oil when it comes to quality, just make sure it's not defined. And also it's okay to get it in a transparent bottle because it's a saturated fat, it's a stable fat, um, it does not damage that much at all, if, if any, by light or uh, warm temperature, you can actually store it at a room temperature. Olive oil you can also store at a room temperature, but coconut oil, the difference is you can uh, put it somewhere outside exposed to light, whereas olive oil you always need to keep um, out of light uh, without too many temperature changes. Uh, although if it comes in a non-transparent bottle, then light doesn't really matter that much. But anyhow, guys, coconut oil, another beneficial oil for our gut. The next one comes from foods, mostly. Omega-3 fatty acids, specifically marine omega-3 fatty acids, even though all omega-3 fatty acids seem to be um, anti-inflammatory. Omega-3 fatty acids coming from fish have uh, a lot of other properties uh, beneficial to our brain, cellular, and gut function. So omega-3 fatty acids, you know, some people say that they take fish oil, but, you know, guys, supplements are never the same as the whole package. It just never is. And so I recommend you to include in your menu things like salmon, wild salmon has more omega-3 fatty acids and has also more antioxidants, actually. So salmon, but then also things like sardines. I absolutely love sardines. Um, herring is even higher in omega-3s than salmon. Anchovies, some um, shellfish would, would be more or, or less rich in omega-3s, like mussels, oysters are quite high in omega-3s. Um, sea snails are quite high in omega-3s, um, and again, tuna would have some, but, you know, the tuna has to be really fatty, and not all of the tuna will have omega-3s in any amount. But herring, sardines, salmon, anchovies, some uh, mussels have some, oysters, sea snails, they have a lot of omega-3s, guys. And omega-3s are great because they are anti-inflammatory and they reduce inflammation in our gut too. And so if you're having a lot of gut issues, maybe sensitivities, maybe uh, leaky gut, maybe there is some inflammation, you know, and you know that, and maybe you did some testing, and so there is some inflammation um, going on in your gut. So those fats will help to reduce that inflammation and will help with healing of your 
gut. So omega-3 fatty acids in a form of fatty fish or maybe caviar guys. Caviar and fish roe has a lot of omega-3s too, like skyrocketing amount of omega-3s. And I forgot my favorite food, cod liver. Uh, I love to buy my cod liver in a can. Cod liver oil, of course, is an amazing source of omega-3s too, but I love also cod liver on some flaxseed cracker or vegetable cracker. That is so delightful. Plus, super rich in vitamin A and D, like super, super rich. Um, a couple of ounces of cod liver is like seven to 10 day supply of D, of uh, vitamin D and I think like three weeks supply of vitamin A, depending on the species and how your specific uh, cod liver is made. The best one is an Icelandic cod liver that I can find in most places, usually in gourmet sections of your supermarket. Just a little bit of detail about my favorite omega-3 vitamin A and D food, cod liver. And so we talked about olive oil, coconut oil, and omega-3 fatty acids, like they're best coming from fish, if not from fish, but from fish oil or algae oil, that makes sure that you are getting good quality uh, supplement and that is not full of additives like a lot of algae oils would have a lot of different things added to them. Not so much fish oil, but that fish oil can go rancid and can go bad and might not be as cleanly produced. So that's why also food is always better. And the last but not least is butter, real butter. And there is a lot of fake stuff out there, guys. In Russia, for example, where I am right now, they don't even need to specify whether they add vegetable oils like sunflower oil into the mix. So sunflower oil and other vegetable oils like canola oil, cottonseed oil, they are much cheaper than real butter. And so for a big factory, it means a lot of profit. So they would add that oil to create more of butter that is not actual butter. So just do a little research of the butter brand that you are buying. And usually real butters would be a little bit higher uh, in price, at least compared to the cheaper alternatives. So real butter, that's the thing. And it has those compounds, um, butyrate, this one compound, that is that our gut bacteria actually creates by itself when it eats prebiotic fiber or resistant starch. That is a kind of prebiotic fiber too. So our gut bugs ferment fibers that our digestive system cannot digest. They ferment those fibers in foods that we talked about yesterday and going to talk more about tomorrow, about prebiotic foods. So our gut bacteria ferment that and create butyrate, that short chain fatty acids that, first of all, it's a fuel for those good beneficial gut bacteria. It also helps our gut bacteria to heal the gut. So it's a main energy source for the cells that line our gut. And so if you are experiencing um, leaky gut symptoms or you are proven to have it or a lot of other distresses or autoimmune conditions or sensitivities happening in your gut. So butter, real butter might actually help with that because again, it is similar 
to butyrate that is produced by our bacteria. But also some of the scientists, they have doubts because they can't really prove it or test it yet. Some scientists have doubts that that butter is that we eat with our foods it can actually be absorbed, digested in our stomach and be digested before it reaches our um, large intestine and um, all, all of other bacteria to actually feed them and to help with uh, gut healing. That's why, you know, it's probably good to have some butter. It's probably good to have it with some vegetables, with those prebiotic uh, fibers, with that resistant starch. Uh, not a lot, because as we learned, uh, for example, when it comes to resistant starch, mixing it with a lot of butter might not be the best idea for food combining, but that's for another day. Just remember, guys, that natural, not fake butter it can be also really good for your gut bacteria. So another fat, or at least it's going to be neutral. So uh, don't listen to people who say that it's saturated fat and it's bad for, for you. But, you know, it's like one, one of those things that some dietitians or nutritionists, they say fruit is toxic because it is metabolized by our liver, like all the toxins. But although it sounds kind of like meaningful on when they say it, but it's actually meaningless. Just because it is metabolized by our liver, just like a lot of our fats, doesn't mean it is a toxin. Um, the same goes for saturated fats. Just because it is saturated, it just means it's a different kind of fat. Fat that our bodies also produce, not from our foods, but by themselves. So, guys, saturated fats, just go for real butter. Don't overdo it, but don't shy away from it either. And then now for the bad oils, bad fats, bad guys that seem to increase inflammation a lot and decrease the amount of health and energy we have on so many levels. They are embedded in the cellular structure, cellular membranes, and they... Uh, they make worse our cellular communication. Also, they disrupt a lot of hormonal functions. So what are those fats? Those fats are industrial fats that didn't evolve to be with us, with human beings. They are unnaturally created. Um, sunflower seeds or sunflower oil, canola oil, cottonseed oil, all these yellow liquid oils in transparent bottles on the shelves of the supermarkets, they were created in a factory through um, refine, refining process at, at high temperatures, through uh, bleaching and a lot of other different processes that completely change the structure of those fats, that make them unrecognizable and unusable for our human body. Our human body, the only thing it can do is store it, or yeah, it will put it in our cell membranes, but that proven to be really non-beneficial. They increase inflammation, they disrupt our hormonal functions, and of course, they negatively affect our, our digestive tract, our gut microbiota through increasing inflammation and a lot of other processes that we only now start to uh, uncover. So again, all this yellow liquid stuff in transparent 
battles it's not good for you um all the fake butters spreads margarines made with those oils or a lot of different stuff that looks like butter but is not butter it's not good for you guys so stay with those oils and fats extra virgin olive oil non-refined coconut oil uh, omega-3 fatty acids from foods uh, butter real butter and that's what's gonna heal and nourish your gut and stay away from all the other stuff now some seed oils extra virgin coming in dark bottles might be okay for salads but almost none of them are okay for any kind of temperature cooking and definitely not okay to be stored in transparent bottles and on the shelves of the supermarket for like months and months so extra virgin olive oil coconut oil non-refined omega-3 fatty acids from fatty fish real butter and ghee by the way also those are the fats that will help you to nourish your gut so eat more of them so less if you don't eat don't want to eat too many added fats but stay away from all the other stuff that's it for today guys don't forget to share this episode with someone else who loves to have some fats added to their foods to make it more delicious and nourishing for our gut who might not be doing it right share it this episode with one other person who might be equally excited about hearing this information and using it learn together spread this information so together we change our food system by smarter demand much much better so learn share uh, eat more of olive oil, coconut oil, omega-3 fatty acids, and butter. Forget about all the fake stuff. And guys, as usual, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>